0: And Welcome back to the JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Schrigling and I'm the host. Today we continue the Texas interview series as we've got Nolan Schrager on the show. Nolan's the number five player in Texas for the class of 2024. He's played for Team USA here in the past last year. Also got the PDP coming up this fall. He is committed to TCU for the class of 2024. Left handed bat with some big power potential. Great catcher, great arm. Excited to see what he does here these next couple years. Excited to see how he does at TCU. Um, Today we discuss just his family overall at TCU. His older brother, who's also a senior this year um, at Concordia Lutheran down there in Texas, is also committed to TCU. Talk about his Team USA experience. Also talk about some future NIL opportunities for him. Um, We'll talk just a a variety of stuff about his career. So let's tune in to today's episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we have the number five player in Texas for the class of 2024, USA Baseball National Team member, TCU Commit. We've got Nolan Traeger on the show. Nolan, pumped to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. So uh, one question I always like to ask the guests whenever they're on the show, first question is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself?
1: Um, oh. How would I introduce myself?
0: Yeah, so, like, who exactly is Nolan Traeger?
1: Well, uh, I'm a left-handed hitting uh, catcher. Uh, I like to play with a lot of energy, and uh, uh, so I love the game of baseball.
0: There we go. Love to hear it. So let's let's dig into the recruiting process a little bit. I like to talk about players' recruiting processes. Obviously, I'm going to assume yours is just a little different, considering your older brother is also committed to the same school that you're committed to. Uh, so let's dig into that recruiting process. When exactly did some D one team start noticing you?
1: Uh, I was 13 playing, uh, in our summer league with my or my 12 baseball organization. And, uh, John Delora was out there, uh, scouting some of the older groups and he came across, uh, my team and I was, uh, I was doing my thing. I was, uh, just being loud, being aggressive, or being, a just loving the game, I guess. And uh, he, uh, after the game, he uh, told told me to call him, and uh, we just started from there. Uh, so we uh, we started talking, and I talked to Coach Sarlos uh, over at TCU, who's now the head coach. And it took me like probably five months to uh, to commit. And uh, yeah, me and my older brother committed on the same day.
0: Okay. So at 13, what is that? Is that 8th grade? Uh yes, sir. Okay. So during that 5 months that 5 month span between when you started talking to him and when you committed, uh were there other teams that were starting to talk to you a little bit?
1: Uh not really. I was just I was just uh focused on TCU then. Nobody was really calling me. It was just them.
0: Okay. So what what was it at TCU that stood out to you? Obviously, like you said you and your brother committed the same day. But was there anything else at TCU that just stood out to you? Like, man, I really want to play in Fort Worth.
1: Uh, it's close to home, for one. Uh, the coaches there, they're, they're really personal to me. They're getting a good relationship with me. Uh, they've had really good success in the past. And the, all their catchers from the past years have been drafted. So that was cool to me. And they're, they, uh, the energy there during the games are just, it's amazing.
0: So how many times have you actually been on that TCU campus watching some baseball games?
1: Uh, I've been three or four times now. We've been going a lot more this week or this year judging because Jax is uh, getting up there soon. So we're trying to get out and watch some games.
0: So on the, on those three visits that you went to, what were some of those things just around the campus or even watching those baseball games that just stuck out to you and maybe some things you're looking forward to when you head there in 2024?
1: It's just, it's so pretty. Like, living situations great and seeing all like all the other students walk around they're just having a good time and uh it was the baseball team they just like to have fun they just they're always moving around and I I went to one of their practices when Jax was on his official visit and they were all just having fun and just flying around
0: so obviously you're playing you're playing with your high your brother right now in high school but what are some things you're just looking forward to playing baseball college baseball with your brother here in a couple of
1: years? It's just it's it's different. Like college baseball is just just so exciting and being able to live my dream and his dream with him is just like it's
0: it's amazing. So So you you've got that younger brother as well. Do you think he's going to be on the track to Fort Worth or do you think he's going to wait it out maybe go somewhere else?
1: Uh he he's loved TCU for a while now he he liked them before we even committed there so if if he goes there too that'd
0: be sweet well so he your your younger brother he's a class of 26 right uh 7 oh 27 okay so your older brother won't even get a chance to play with him in college no so you you might you might get that chance considering he's a he'll be at what your freshman your senior year uh yes sir okay so besides your brother, are there any other committed TCU players that you've already built some relationships with or that you've played ball with in the past?
1: Yeah, uh, Blake Larson from Iowa. He, uh, he's on my summer team, so being able to catch him this summer was uh, – our last summer was awesome. And uh, Trevor Baumler, he'll be uh, playing with me this summer too, so that'll be a cool experience.
0: So this summer, what what travel ball team are you going to be playing for?
1: Uh, Texas
0: 12 Maroon. Okay. So you're sticking with the 12. So uh, let's talk about the 12 for a little bit. Obviously they've got a rich history of just having, produ- <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry. All right. So talking about the 12, obviously they have a rich history of producing some great ball players. So with you just being an insider of that program, what's led to all these guys getting committed to sec, big 12 schools, guys getting a lot of guys getting drafted from that program. What's kind of led to their success?
1: Um, our coaches, they just, they know a lot of people, they have good connections and they, uh, they make us do what we need to do to get to the next level. They're just, they're making sure we become great baseball players, but great people and great men along the way.
0: So have any of those draftees or even some guys that are going to some bigger colleges, do they ever come back and train with you guys as well?
1: Yeah, we've had a, we've had a couple guys, but, uh, it's mostly just like I work with our older, like our seniors right now and some of the juniors, so that's cool to be around them that are going to, like, uh, big schools like Mississippi State and, like, Dallas Baptist.
0: So so when you're around those older guys, are you just trying to pick their brand, or are you just trying to fit in with them and try to act like you, as if you're uh, this, at the same level as those guys?
1: It's both, really. Uh, I work with two guys. Uh, one of them is a senior, Ryan Williams, who's going to Mississippi State, and J.J. Kinnett, who's uh, going to Dallas Baptist. He's a junior. Uh, we just – Sometimes we, like during the winter break, we sat in uh, our facility in Katy, Texas, and we just, we used to be there for like three or four hours, just working on new things and just seeing what works best around, around the field.
0: Yeah. So where is that 12 program? Where is that 12 facility at? How close is that to your house?
1: Um, the one in Katy is about 30 to 40 minutes from here. And the one in College Station is about, uh, about an hour, 15
0: that's that's not too bad. So, are you heading there like in the off season? Are you training there? Are you heading there quite a bit, or are you still doing some training at your high school facility?
1: Uh, I do both, mostly at our 12 facility though.
0: Okay, all right. So, when exactly did you get connected with the 12? Have you been playing with them your entire travel ball experience?
1: Uh, I've been playing with them since I was 11 years old, and it's been just a, it's been great. They've treated me uh, so so well, and treated our family great. So. Just a great place to be.
0: Yeah. So when you were so eleven years old, what is that four or five years now you've been playing with them? Yes, sir. Okay. So moving into this actual current season, obviously I know Texas starts quite a bit earlier than some of these schools up north. I'm from Indiana and we just like just started last week, some of the high school guys. So how's this current season going? I know you guys have a really loaded line a loaded roster this year. So how's this season's outlook and how's it been going so far?
1: It's been going great. We're literally 19 and three right now so
0: that's even, pretty damn good
1: that's pretty good so uh we've we've definitely improved a lot from last year we've been hitting we've been consistently hitting throughout the whole lineup a lot this year and uh, our pitching staff's just been dominating on the mound we've had so many shutouts this year so
0: yeah i mean other other podcast guest john fitzpatrick man he's a he's a stud yes sir he he's insane I I never I never realized how good at developing prospects Concordia Lutheran is. Obviously, like I said, I'm not from Texas, but I've been doing some research on him, and it looks like Brian Hayes, the newly extended Pirate, and Shane Boz both went to that high school. Yes, sir. So are they involved with the program at all, or is there anything that your current coaches, did any of them coach them when they were in high school? Uh,
1: I think our, our head coach uh, was there when Shane Boz and Key Brian were here uh he just got our uh, the head coaching job he was one of our assistants but uh it's adam Aller is also one of the guys that's uh been around that's graduated from uh, concordia he's on the athletics right now he comes back every once in a while
0: so what what's it like when you're having your high school practice just having a major league ball player come and watch you guys or even have the chance to pick their brains what's that like and what are some questions that you're asking those guys
1: it's pretty cool it was, uh Adam our story, and uh, he he's he's been cool to talk to. I've talked to him like once or twice, but uh, it's just cool to ask him like
0: what uh what
1: like what his journey was like. So
0: yeah, so obviously that's a really successful program. So are there anything in your mind, just seeing the day to day, that's kind of led to that de- developmental success in um, ballplayers around the around the country and in the major leagues. Salian? Sorry. So obviously you you see those day-to-day practices and those that Concordia Lutheran High School, they've produced a lot of great major league talent. So just seeing the day-to-day practices, is there something that you see that's just led to that success?
1: Uh we just we hit a lot. We and we like during our practices, we're always moving around, we're always having fun. And uh I we just we play as a team. We've we have a great team uh with our t- like team bonding, we, we're always together, and we're always having fun with each other.
0: All right. So let's dig into the experience with USA Baseball. So what was it like to actually put that USA on your chest, and how was that overall experience for you?
1: That was definitely the coolest experience I've ever had in my life. Uh, going to the national team trials and being with uh, probably 40, 44 other of like the top kids in the nation, just being around them the whole week was, it's, it was insane. And we, we made some great relationships always having fun and being able to put USA across my chest was just, it was a surreal experience.
0: Yeah. So can you take us through that process of when you found out that, Hey, I'm going to be going to try out for this team and uh, just take us through the process of that whole week that you were there.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, it started when I, I was just sitting on my phone Uh, During the summer, and I got an email from the USA guys, and they're like, "We want you to come try out for the national team at the national team trials." And I was like, "I was freaking out." (laughs) And uh, the once I got to Cary, North Carolina, where they're having the trials, uh, they we got there, and they were giving uh, like all my uniform and stuff. And that night we had a team meeting, and they went through the whole uh, what we're gonna do this week, and it was. It was long. It was, it was so cool. Uh, But uh, we played uh, five games, had five practices and it was, it was tiring, but it was, it was so cool. And uh, the last day after our last game, we, they told us we're going to find out our teams and we are all, everyone in that room was just dead silent while they were calling names. And uh, once I, I was like the third to last name called and I just froze. I was, I was just shocked. Kind of, it was, it was so cool, but got in the room with all the guys and we were all just freaking out. We we're, we we're, we we're so excited.
0: So when you, when you make that team, so what exactly happens from there? Are you just playing like inner inner squad scrimmages or are you actually going and playing other teams?
1: So what, what kind of sucked with us, uh, the 15 team, we didn't we didn't get to play. We uh we couldn't travel internationally because of the whole COVID situation. But uh, if we if we were to play, we were gonna go overseas uh, and play. I want to say in, like Taiwan and play against other national teams from around the world. But uh yeah. So that was kind of sad, but yeah, a
0: little, little bit of a bummer. But are you going to get the chance to play with them at like get, uh, get the chance to try out for them again this year, or is it just a 15U thing?
1: Uh, I will be going to the 16U player development program, I believe. Is... Okay, the PDP. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. So when, when is that? Is that this upcoming fall? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. So you've like you already got the invite. You know you're going to be there. Yes, sir. So how, how does that work? Is that just a lot of the guys from Toom USA are going to be there? Or is yeah. this a whole separate thing? Uh,
1: the guys that made the 15U national team will be there. And then there will be a, a, a handful of guys that are that they find.
0: Okay. So is there anything on the schedule to be traveling internationally anytime soon for baseball?
1: Uh, I don't believe
0: so. Okay. All right. Uh, so also another big thing that you've had in your career is just being a perfect game select participant. Um, I saw that on your Instagram. So let's dig into that a little bit. What exactly was that, and how did you find out you were going to be playing in that perfect game showcase?
1: So I've done. I did my 13U and 14U years, and uh, the 13U one, they my my dad just got a call from uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Brown, uh, and he's like, "Hey, we want Nolan to come to this, and it's a pretty big deal." My dad didn't know what it was, and uh, my dad called me down. And he's like. Do you know what this is? And I was like, Yeah, that that's that's big. So uh, that was cool uh, to go to my 13U and meet all the guys there. And it was fun because most of the guys from the 13U were at the 14U, one, so I already knew most of them. So we had a fun time. So uh, that was cool. And it was uh, that was the week right after the trials. So some of the guys from the trials were that made the national team were at the the 14U select fest with me. So that was cool to be there with them.
0: So obviously you've gotten to play in a lot of cool things, being part of the team USA, being part of the perfect game select, uh, just looking back at your career so far, obviously you still have two years of high school left, but just looking back at your career so far, what have been some of the coolest experiences that you've had and some of the coolest stories that you can think of?
1: Definitely the USA trials is number one. Um, also the select Fest, both select fests were uh, super cool to be a part of. Um, uh, my travel team last year went to the carry to play in the national and the, the USA tournament with a bunch of the biggest teams, uh, biggest like organizations. So that was cool to be a part of. We, uh, we went pretty far on that. We got
0: third. So that was cool. Um, yeah. All right. So obviously you've got to play for that team USA, your high school teammates, you get quite a few guys committed to big schools. Texas 12, also a great program. So who are some of those guys that have flown under the radar? And then who are also some guys that you've probably built the biggest bonds with just overall?
1: Um, I've definitely, like, any guys that I've been around this Yeah, Yeah,
0: any, any team that you've played on, who are some of those guys who you think personally have flown under the radar just in terms of going to college or they could have possibly gone somewhere else? And some guys that you've built, like, some lifelong friendships with?
1: Uh, I I've, I've built some pretty good relationships with guys in my high school and my travel team. Uh, Turner Murdoch is a guy that I, he's not committed yet, but he'll be, I'm sure he'll be going somewhere. Um, Ryan, like I said, Ryan Williams and JJ Kinnett have been two two guys that I love working with, especially with catching stuff. So that was, they're always cool to be around. Uh, I built great relationships with Sean and Alex Petrovic uh, at high school and uh, of course, my brother. Uh, flown under the radar. Um, I don't really know about the flown under the radar radar. There's a lot of guys that are gonna go to college on my travel team.
0: So yeah, I mean it's it's hard to pick someone under the radar when they're all going to these big time baseball schools. So yeah, I mean it's not that's not that too big a deal. But you you mentioned Sean Fitzpatrick. You also mentioned the guy committed to Auburn. So what's it like as the catcher? What's it like? Uh, catching those guys
1: it's it's super cool um just I know I know what they like I know what like what they like doing during at bats and what the situation is and knowing that I trust them and they trust me a whole lot to do what they need to do so we we just have the connection right there the battery so uh we're we're able to work pretty fast and get where we need to be
0: yeah all right well let's let's dig into your hitting approach a little bit so obviously Perfect game. I was looking you up. You're listed as both a catcher and a third baseman. So when you head to Fort Worth and go to TCU, is your plan to play both or what exactly is the plan at at this moment? Uh, I
1: plan to catch, but if they need me to go outfield, infield, whatever they need me
0: to do, I'm up for it. All right. So what about a scouting report? So obviously as a catcher, you kind of control the game. So let's say you stepped in the batter's box and you were catching the pitch you're throwing to yourself. What would be your scouting report on yourself and what would be the game plan that you'd try to do um, with you in the batter's box? Um,
1: I'd probably start off with some, like a changeup or something, just to try and get me off balance maybe. Uh, then I'd probably throw something, probably like a fastball in, depending on what velo is, just to get me off the plate maybe. And then uh, try and – Get me out with a slider or curveball, something.
0: All right. So let's let's switch that around a little bit. Um, as you're walking up to the plate from on deck circle to the batter's box, what's just your overall plate approach? What's your hitting approach as you're walking up to the plate?
1: Well, it's for me. It's just knowing I'm I'm better than the guy on the mound. Where whoever it is, what whatever situation it is, knowing I'm better than him, and just having that confidence to to know I'm I'm just going to do something great here, and. Uh, Mostly try to work up the middle. Just a thought, think about working out the middle because wherever the pitch is, I'll be able to
0: adjust to it. Well, I lo- I love that confidence. Um, but also, what's something else that kind of sets you apart from other high school catchers that just helps you dominate the competition?
1: Just being vocal and having energy, just that makes me stand out among other people, other players, and because I I I'm the leader of the field. I know where what every what's going on at all times, and just knowing I, I have to be that guy to say something.
0: So taking a look at your overall game, um, what's some of the biggest weaknesses or maybe something that needs the most work before you head to TCU in the fall of 2024? Um, Probably working the other way,
1: hitting-wise, just so I can I, – I'm not playing a shift every time I come up to bat. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So right now you're facing a shift every time you're coming up to bat?
1: I'm not, I won't, I'm not right now. I'm just, I'm just saying like, I don't, I don't want to okay. be the whole head. I see.
0: So when you're, when you're facing some of those high school Texas pitchers, or even when you're playing travel ball, who's probably been the hardest pitchers that you faced?
1: Uh, Luke Harrison. He's a, he's at Texas right now. We played him last year and he, he carved our team up a little bit. He He's, he's pretty nasty.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that guy from Texas um, over just talking about college baseball, who were some college guys or maybe even some guys in the, in the pros and minor leagues MLB that you like to model your game after.
1: Um, Zach Humphreys. Uh, I liked watching him a lot last year. He, he was at TCU as a senior last year. He just got drafted by the angels. He was, he was always cool to watch when we went to Fort Worth or we watched him on TV. He, he was always doing it. He, I mean, his defense is amazing, and he always hit, no matter the situation. So that was, that's always cool. Actually, I like to model my game off him.
0: Yeah. Is there any guys in the playing in the majors right now that you maybe like to watch a little bit more than others? Uh,
1: I watch. I like watching uh, JT Romuto. He he's pretty nice behind the dish.
0: Yeah, solid catcher. But I mean, I don't know if I'd rank him maybe the best catcher in baseball. Maybe I know a guy in Chicago that might be the number one catcher in baseball, and Wilson Contreras. Yeah. So. Um, let's move on from baseball a little bit. Let's talk about some stuff off the field. Uh, So what are some of your passions beyond the baseball field? Something that you like to do when you're not playing baseball? I like to cook. Cooking's pretty fun. Really? So what, what types of stuff do you like to cook? You cook in front of the family?
1: No, usually just for me. Uh, I like cooking some
0: chicken and some rice. Solid, Uh, solid. When, once you get to college, me being a college student, that's something you're really going to, focused on i i eat a lot of chicken and rice i think i probably have four or five meals of that a week so yeah that's def, definitely definitely something good to learn um yeah. but in your hometown of spring texas what are some other things that you like to do uh, besides baseball some favorite things you like to do when you're hanging out with your friends
1: uh usually we just like go out to eat or or we go to someone's house we just chill by the pool because it's always hot around here uh we i don't know there's not there's not a whole much of whole bunch of activities
0: to do out here. We kinda of just chill up people's houses. So Spring, Texas, is that a smaller town? Is it pretty rural or is there is it like a bigger bigger maybe suburb of a of a city?
1: It's more it's pretty big. Okay. There's not like a whole lot of like activities and stuff to do around here. You just go out to eat and stuff.
0: Yeah. So Spring, Texas, that's close to Houston, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So when you're going to, how far is downtown for you?
1: I want to say like forty five, fifty
0: ish minutes. All right, so how how often are you heading to downtown Houston?
1: Uh, not a whole lot. Usually just go watch Astros every once in a while. Uh, there is some good restaurants down
0: there too. Yeah. So, are you a big Astros guy, or are you like someone else who's not in the state of Texas? Um, I like the
1: Astros as much as people hate them right now.
0: Hey, there is there is I mean there is nothing wrong with I mean there is something wrong with what they did, but I mean yeah. there people shouldn't be hating for what they did in two thousand seventeen. So. Yeah. But. Um so I got one last question for you before we end off the podcast. So obviously NIL got, the regulations got passed in 2021. You're still a couple years away from that, but have you been looking forward to that at all and is there any brand that you'd love to work with once you actually hit a college campus in 24? Yeah, that would be
1: that would be pretty nice. Um what brand would I want to work with? Um I don't know. All right. I'm a big Raising Cane's guy.
0: Okay. Hey, that's... That would be cool. Yeah. Ever had uh, Zaxby's?
1: I have. Uh, I, I prefer Cane's over Zaxby's. Okay.
0: So Cane's, is that your favorite chick, chicken place?
1: Yeah, that or Chick-fil-A.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, Chick-fil-A is pretty solid. That's the only... chick fil as the only chicken place, like fast food that we have here in Indiana. We don't get the opportunity to have Zaxby's or Raising Cane's or any of those other places. So... Chick-fil-A is kind of the go-to here in Indiana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, Nolan, that's all the questions I got for you. Um, I'm really looking forward to following your career from now on, hoping I can make it to a game out in TCU. Obviously, you and Sean, Fitzpatrick, both podcast guests. Hopefully, maybe we can do some in-person stuff with both of you guys together at some point in the future. Um, so I just want to thank you for coming on the show, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. It was great.
0: And that's going to do it for today's show. I'd like to thank Nolan for coming on the show today. I'm excited to see how his high school team performs this season. Also excited to see how Nolan does in his career. His high school team, like we talk about in the podcast, is just absolutely stacked this year. Got Sean Fitzpatrick, another another podcast guest. Got Alec Petrovic committed to Auburn. Also got Nolan's older brother, Another Traeger committed to, uh, well, actually signed with TCU, class of 2022. Just a stacked team this year. I'm excited to see how they do um, in the state tournament. Um, Make sure to tune in tomorrow with another Texas interview as we got Texas A&M commit for the class of 2024. Recently moved from Wisconsin to Texas. We've got Sam Erickson on the show. Um, For more podcast updates, see what's going on next week, weeks beyond that. Give the social medias a follow. It's going to be at JKR underscore podcast. And then our website as well, a little bit of the the background of the JKR podcast and updates on there as well. It's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. But with that being said, we'll see you guys tomorrow for that Sam Erickson interview.